to all the Hey, how's everybody doing on this beautiful Sunday? I am living in paradise here in Tennessee. Uh, it was in the 70s, the mid to high 70s today in December. I just saw the weather report, and it's supposed to be nice weather all week, a few rain showers here and there. And uh, actually, I was down at our international college, New Covenant University, down in Nassau, Bahamas, on the main island down there. And uh, the weather the weather was better back here in Nashville than it was down there. But I'm not complaining. I am so excited that you're on the call with me today. Uh, God is doing some great things. We have a large uh, student body population that was greatly impacted by the hurricane, Hurricane Sandy, that went through last month, and it impacted about half of our student body. So uh, Angel and I were down there this week teaching and meeting with people and getting out in the community and checking on things and uh, doing a lot of ministry. And um, it's almost like having a church uh, taking care of all of our students. And we have students that come from all over the Caribbean. It's not just there. I mean, we, they come from the poorest of poor areas, uh, some of the poorest places you can imagine, and how they get there by boat. Uh, some of them um, hop other ways through planes and different things. And we have just a great mixture. And then they graduate uh, and go back with their educational degree or their uh, ministry degree or uh, uh, or their leadership degree. And we have folks that are working for governments. We have folks that are teachers in public schools. And our degree is recognized all over the Caribbean. Isn't that a great thing? God has been really good to us. And I just want to talk to you. In fact, I was at church this morning, uh, and <laughs> I told the pastor, man, you're preaching my message I'm going to share on my mentoring man a call because um, I believe with everything in me that what you believe creates what you receive. Now, if you're taking notes, you need to jot that down. What you believe uh, is what you're going to receive. Perception is reality when you are in leadership. Perception is reality. Uh, I tell people all the time, I heard a guy say the other day he was poor. I said, no, you're not poor. You might be broke but you will never be poor another day in your life. Um, I grew up poor. In fact, we were so poor we couldn't afford the art. We were po. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'll tell you right now, I never confess that I'm poor. Jesus said he became poor that I might become rich, and I might be broke. There might be some moments in my time when my finance financial flow is hurting, uh, but I'll never be poor another day of my life. And I speak that over you today. Well, what I want to talk to you about for a couple of moments is what you believe, what you believe. And I want to talk to you about two key areas that you need to believe. And I speak this all the time. If you follow me on Facebook, Dr. Paul, D-R-P-A-U-L, and then Christ, C-R-I-T-E-S, come be my friend on Facebook, you will see that I write all the time that my steps are ordered by the Lord. I believe my steps and my stops are ordered by by the Lord. There's uh, a couple references I can give you, Proverbs 20, 24, and uh, Psalm 37, 23. Proverbs 20, 24, Psalm 37, 23, uh, talks about our steps being ordered by the Lord. I not only believe our steps are ordered by the Lord, but I believe that our stops are ordered by the Lord. Um, I was thinking today 
and I was reminded of it, of the disciples going on a boat with uh, Jesus, and they were going from one side of the lake to the other. And uh, they were with uh, Jesus, and he had been speaking and ministering. Obviously, he was resting or asleep in the bow of the boat, in the, in the depths of the boat. And um, a great storm arose while they were on the water. Now, storms really represent a lot of things in our life. I, I've talked to people in the last five days here in the States and outside the United States that have been facing some major major storms and you might be listening today and you might be facing a storm a a storm of health issues or financial issues or relationship issues but you know storms arise we don't need to analyze the storm a storm is a storm it doesn't matter how it got into our life whether it was it was our making of it or we had nothing to do with it a storm is a storm but the disciples were in the storm and on the boat not because they were out of the will of God, but because they were in the will of God. They were following Jesus. They were riding in the boat with him. That's why I believe that when a storm comes into my life, I don't have to panic or fear because my steps, you need to believe this today, you need to believe that your steps are ordered by the Lord. You might want to write that down and begin to make that as a confession over your life. My steps are ordered by the Lord. Now, um, amazingly, these men that walk with Jesus go and they wake him up and they say, don't you care if we die out here, if we drown? I mean, there are moments in your life that when storms come, you, you do cry out to God. You, you say, God, you know, do, you, do you know I'm here? But you must believe. You must believe. I just need to say this over and over and over again. You must believe that your steps and your stops are ordered by the Lord. I cannot tell you the number of times in the last 35 years I travel Uh, all the time. For the last 30-plus years of my life, I have traveled extensively. And the vast majority of the time, I am where I need to be to catch the the flight that I need to catch. But on a rare occasion, from time to time, rarely, but it has happened, where I've had an absolute flight change on me or delayed on me. And when I look back, over that period of time, something unique happened because of my delay. You see, you need to understand and write this down, delay is never a denial. Delay is never a denial. There might be some moments that come and bring a little bit of delay. Now, if you have an enemy that's creating delay in your life, that's a whole other deal. But I'm not talking about an enemy. I'm talking about you as you walk through life, as your steps are ordered by the Lord, Psalm 37, 23, Proverbs 20, and verse 24. But you can, you can panic, but I don't want you to panic. Don't be like those disciples who said, don't, don't you care that we drown? And what, what model, what example did Jesus Christ give? He jumps up, he stands up, he goes to the front of the boat, and he speaks three words, peace be still. Peace, be still. Three words. Three is a divine number. I don't have time to go into all that, but it's a very powerful number. 
And so what is the example that he is speaking to us, or what did he model? When you face a storm, you are to act and not react. I want you to write that down. When you face a storm in life, you are to act and not react. Act, do not react. You have to learn how to start speaking to your storms. In the midst of your storm, and if God orders your steps and you actually walk into a storm, remember, you're in the will of God. Oh, well, we must have missed something. We wouldn't be having all these problems or all these troubles. I want to tell you, sometimes you have problems and troubles because you are in the will of God. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're doing the right thing. Just because you do right doesn't mean that you know, everyone's going to reward it. <laughs> Not everyone's going to like that. But act and don't react. You know, I think of the story uh, of Joseph. Jacob's son, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob's son, Joseph. He was the youngest boy, you know, that he was favored by his father. He makes this, this beautiful code. His brothers get jealousy, get jealous. They, they, they beat him. They throw him in a pit. They were going to kill him. They sell him into slavery. Uh, he winds up in Egypt. He goes from being 17 years of age, a teenager, 17 years later. 17 years later, at age 34, he has risen to be the second most powerful man under the pharaoh in all of Egypt. In all of Egypt, in 17 years, the very favor that Jacob, his father, declared over him, followed him all the days of his life. And in Genesis chapter 50 and verse number 20 comes that great, that great encounter when, when Joseph's brothers are coming to Egypt begging, looking for food, looking for water. I mean, there's a, been a severe drought in the land, and their, their crops are gone, and they're in bad shape. And Joseph is in power. And comes that very powerful moment, that intriguing moment, when they discover that the, the man they're dealing with, the man they're looking at, is their young brother Joseph that they sold into slavery. And Joseph says a very powerful statement. You've got to hear this now. Joseph said, what you meant for harm, God intended for good. What, you, what your intent for harm toward me, God intended it for good. For what is now being done, because I'm in the position of saving many lives. <laughs> yeah, not only many lives, his brother's lives. His own brother's lives. The very people that were trying to destroy him, he's now in a position where he can help them. You, you need to understand, your steps are ordered by God. You may be living somewhere that you didn't plan to live. You, you may be in a position in life that you never planned to be in. You might be dealing with things that had never, ever been on your radar but my friend, you've got to believe today. You've got to believe that my steps are ordered by the Lord. Now, number two, I'm getting ready to wrap up these thoughts today. Stay with me. Here's the second thing I want you to get in Mentor's Manna today. So glad you've joined me. So glad you're on the line. The second thing I, I want you to believe, not only believe that your steps and stops are ordered by the Lord, but I want you to believe there is a purpose. There is a purpose in all that you do. There is a purpose. 
There is a fulfilling purpose in all you do. I have to remind myself because I am very time conscious. I am extremely time conscious. Moments out of my day are planned. From the rising till the time that my head hits my pillow, the day is planned. My my day is ordered. Now, it's not so structured that there's no life in it, and it's not so structured that there's not a little flexibility from time to time. But I live a very structured life, and, and there are moments in, in my day and in my hours that something doesn't go the way I thought it was going to go, and I have to stand back and, and get a hold of Romans 8, 29, Romans chapter 8, verse 29, says those that love God all things work together for those that love God and are called according to his purpose and we discover destiny by submitting to the planned and the predestined and divine will of God I want to say that again we discover destiny by submitting to the plan the predestined divine will of God. I'm opening my Bible because I I, I want to read this. I want to read this to you. Over here, Luke, Acts, Romans, Romans chapter number 8. And and most of us only know or quote the first part of that. But Romans chapter 8 Verse 28 is what you know, for we know that all things work together for God, for good, to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. His purpose. Very important that you know that. Verse 29, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. That he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn. Moreover, whom he predestined, he also called. And whom uh, he called, he justified. And those he justified, these he also glorified. And that is a, that's just a deeply, deeply powerful verse. You say, what is it saying? It's saying this, in real simplistic terms, You as a man or a woman who is trying to do the very best in your life, you have a purpose, you have a goal, God has blessed you with talent and skill and ability, you have a business, you have a a ministry, whatever whatever it is that, that you are called and created to do, in your life you're going to have divine appointments based upon Romans 28. Uh, verse 28 and 29 of of Romans chapter 8. You're going to have divine appointments. It it should not shock you that people walk into your life at the right moment. You should expect that. Don't live a life based upon experience. Live a life based upon expectation. Don't live a life based upon experiences. Live a life based upon expectations. You're going to have divine appointments. Now get ready for this next thing I'm going to tell you you're also going to have some divine disappointments. <laughs> you say, what in the world is a divine disappointment? 
rejection, and I've taught this so many times, but it's worth saying again, rejection is not a person trying to remove, remove you from, their, from your, the present. Rejection is not one person removing you from the present. That's not what rejection is. That's what you perceive it to be. But rejection is God removing somebody out of your future. Rejection is God moving somebody out of your future. So let's look at this. For we know that all things work together. Now, there's a lot of things that have happened to us. It doesn't say that all things that that have happened to us are good. No. There's some bad things that, that have occurred in our life. I have experienced what I understood years ago was rejection. I experienced rejection. But now I've come to understand where I'm at in life. I could not experience what I'm having in life. I could not experience who I'm having that with in life if that other person would have been still connected to my world. You just need to understand, rejection is not someone moving you out of their present. It's God moving somebody out of your future. <laughs> oh, that's, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. That's why you have to understand that there is a predestined, there is a plan that God has for your life. That's why when, when you wind up having a good relationship, when God makes a divine connection into your life, hold on to that. Cherish that thing. I mean to tell you because when God wants to bless you, he sends somebody into your life. And when the devil wants to hurt you, he sends somebody into your life. And, and you, you've got to discern who was sent by who. Now, when you submit and know that there's a purpose. You've got to be patient. Be patient about drawing things out. That's why James chapter 1, verse 2 says, when you, when you fall into a difficult place or a trial, count it joy, knowing that a test of your faith produces patience. That the test of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking Nothing. I need to say that again. Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. I said to you at the very beginning of our talk, <laughs> you, you, might, you might be you know, having some financial challenges, but you'll never be poor. I'm going to tell you another statement. As you wait upon God and you discern the plan of God for your life, and you believe your steps are ordered, and you believe there is a purpose in everything, and you are patient about arriving at that place, that you may be perfect and complete, James says, and lacking nothing. I really believe with everything in me that God wants to bless you today. He wants to bless you tomorrow morning. He wants to bless you well on your way. And as I mentor and teach and speak, every Tuesday afternoon I'm live on radio in Chicago. Our teaching videos, mentoring moment videos, are playing all over uh, the West Coast, Northern California, Oregon, uh, into Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico. And I'm sure there are other, some new networks and other stations that are picking them up because we're, we're making them available. You say, what's that all about? <laughs> 
it's not that I've gotten better looking. <laughs> it's it's not that I've got a better uh, agent or anything like that. I've just been very patient. I have been very patient. I have taken the wisdom. I've taken the knowledge. I've been I've sat myself for many many years, and I continue to do this under tremendous mentorship. I, I carve out specific times just like you've carved out on this call to hear mentorship over your life. And what I freely receive, I turn around and freely give. And I want you to know it's far more blessed to give than it is to receive. I'm so blessed in blessing others. My life is complete because I live by this philosophy, and this philosophy is what, is what causes me to rise up early and stay up late. What I make happen for others God will make happen for me. You see, when it's all said and done, my friend, God keeps the scorecards. When it's all said and done and there's a painful rejection here or you've made an investment here and you don't see this or you don't see that, let me just tell you, God is the rewarder. God is the rewarder. And here's the great news. You are a reward to somebody. You are a reward to somebody. Somebody needs what you have. You say, well, Dr. Kreitz, how did you walk in this blessing? How did you become successful? I just started looking for those that have been looking for me. And I've just submitted along that predestined plan of God for my life. You say, have there been challenges along the way? We do not have enough time on this call to even scratch the surface. But those that have been friends and partners and connected to me for over a decade would simply tell you, that I'm a walking, talking miracle. I should have, I should have just closed down the shop and, and went my way a long time ago, but I've stayed in here because patience has its reward. And I've been very prudent. I've been very pragmatic to, to stay in the, the path, the path of the favor of the Lord. And I want to pray that favor upon you. In the last couple of moments that I have with you, I want to pray that favor upon you. You can't purchase it. You can't buy it. But, but any gifting that comes from God, any anointing that comes from God can move, can flow. There is no distance in God, and there's no distance in how he uses the people of God to minister his truth. So it's not, a, it's not coincidental, but it's another divine appointment that you've made this phone call today and i'm very thankful that you're here with me i'm very grateful and very honored when i get done praying i want to give you my address i want to give you my website information i want to give you my email and i want you to connect with me this week give me a call shoot me an email but but make contact with me because you have no idea the blessing that it brings to me to know that that as i follow that predestined path just as you do that I'm a reward to somebody, just as God is my reward. Father, I thank you for a tremendous opportunity to do a little teaching, uh, maybe a little bit more Bible or a little bit more different things than I normally use, but I just felt compelled today to share these two powerful principles that I believe my steps are ordered from the Lord and I believe there is a purpose to my life. And, Father, every person that's listening today, may they also understand that their steps are ordered. 
and there's a purpose to their life. I pray everyone that's going through a storm would have the boldness and the faith to stand up and say, peace, be still. And I join my voice with theirs, and I speak peace to the storm that's over their life. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I just want to say to you what a blessing, what an absolute blessing it is to come to you. I'm a little tired. We've just come back from this trip. But I, uh, you know, I, I'm renewable, and God is renewing my mind, renewing my body, renewing my strength. And I thank you for my prayers, for your prayers, and, and, uh, and I thank you for your support. Thank you for those that reach out and help us with Purpose International. That's our 501c3 ministry. It helps us to go all over the world, helps us to do so many things, and helps so many hurting people. And my mailing address is P.O. Box 703. Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. 37065. And uh, you can call me anytime uh, during the business week at 615-823-5100. 615-823-5100. That is our office number. If you want to send me an email, just send it to Dr. Paul Kreitz, Dr. Paul Kreitz, no dots, just D-R-P-A-U-L-C-R-I-T-E-S at gmail.com. And if you'd like to sow a seed and um, help us to do what we're doing here at the end of the year, it would be so appreciative, appreciated. I appreciate you so much. And you can go to our website at drpaulkreitz.com. Someone went on today and sowed a seed and blessed us today. But sow a little seed. If this teaching has been a blessing to you, thank you for returning the blessing back to us. Just go to drpaulkreitz.com. Hit the donation button. You can write in any amount that you'd like, drpaulkreitz.com. I thank you so much. It's been a true blessing being with you today. And um, remember this as I leave the call today. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. The seed that you sow whether you sow it into my ministry or my life or our organization or you sow it somewhere else, the seed that you sow, it it may leave your hand, but it never leaves your life. It just goes into your future and creates a harvest. And remember, when tomorrow arrives, it's called today. When tomorrow arrives, it's called today. And if you have not sowed anything into your tomorrow, Your today will look a lot like your yesterday. So if you want to see a change, I want to encourage you by faith. I want to encourage you today to take a step of faith and release a seed. Sow it in to Purpose International. Go online. Drop us something in the mail. Or find another worthy ministry and sow a seed. And and make this end-of-the-year seed really, really count. Make something significant count for God and for the kingdom of God. I love you. <laughs> I'm so glad that we had this time to get together. I sounding like Carol Burdett. Anyway, I'm glad we are together. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. I encourage you in the Lord, and I look forward to connecting with you next Sunday. And, again, don't hesitate to make a call. Send me an email. Let me know. Send me a note in the mail. I look forward to it. Thank you. And, again, all my partners and all my friends, thank you. We had a successful trip. This was our 10th missions trip of 2012, 
and uh, we will go back out sometime after the first of the year. But thank you for helping me to make 10 successful trips in 2012. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.